Welcome back to Sounds Japanese Canadian to Me. In today's Nikkei Women series, we introduce you to Kinori Oka, who was a picture bride. I'm your host, Julie Tamiko Manning. Kinori Shinohara was born on February 22, 1904, in Fukuoka Prefecture, Japan, the daughter of a samurai family. When she was 15 years old, she went to Formosa, now called Taiwan, for a year to live with her sister and brother in law and help care for their children. After returning to Japan, another sister living in Canada arranged for her to marry Sanzo Oka, a neighbor and family friend in Canada. Kinori and Sanzo got married under the picture bride system, a common method of courtship for Japanese immigrants at the time. Since Sanzo was in Canada and Kinori in Japan, they didn't meet in person, but sent each other photographs of themselves as well as letters to get to know each other. When they decided to get married, Kinori had a wedding ceremony in Japan, and they recorded that the marriage had taken place by adding her name to the Sanzo's family registry. After they got married, Kinori had to wait several years before meeting Sanzo. He was saving up money in order to pay for his boat ticket to Japan and for both of their tickets to sail back to Canada together. He came for her in 1927, years after they got married. Kinori went with him to the Oka family's farm in Abbotsford, where Sanzo's parents and siblings also lived. Kinori had to work very hard in Canada. First helping out on the farm, and later following Sanzo as he got different kinds of jobs around BC. She found work like cooking and cleaning wherever she could. When Kinori became pregnant, she quit her job, even though money was tight, and stayed home to nurse her newborn daughter in 1929. Since she wasn't working outside the home, she used her spare time to learn how to make Western clothing. When her daughter was a bit older, Kinori left her with her grandmother and went back to work, but fell ill with tuberculosis and had to be hospitalized. In the hospital, she developed a liking for Japanese poetry, which stayed with her throughout her life. After she recovered from her illness, Kinori rejoined her husband and they had another daughter. She was pregnant with her third child when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. And rumors were flying around about Japanese Canadians being forced to leave their homes. Not knowing what was going to happen, Kinori worried that she might have to give birth in a strange place or even while traveling. She tried to make the baby come faster by using her sewing machine treadle constantly. Her son, Peter E. Chiro, was born a few weeks before the family was confined in Hastings Park, where unsanitary conditions made the newborn and his mother. Fall ill. Kinori and her family were moved from the temporary facilities at Hastings Park, which were overcrowded and designed for livestock, to the Lemon Creek internment camp. Kinori's oldest daughter, Nancy, later went to Toronto to work and continue her schooling, while the rest of the family moved to New Denver. Peter, who had an intellectual disability, was sent to Woodlands School in New Westminster, and the rest of the family later moved to Nelson. They finally returned to Vancouver in 1955, making it easier for them to visit Peter as well as reuniting them with some Japanese Canadian friends who had returned to Vancouver. Kinori and Sanzo ran a grocery store called Colonial Confectionery 
on Commercial Drive until Sanzo died in 1960. After Sanzo's death, Kinori sold the store and, with the help of her children, enjoyed traveling in her retirement. When the redress settlement was signed in 1988, Japanese Canadians were provided compensation for the unjust hardships they had faced during the 1940s. Kinori used her settlement money to travel to Japan with her daughter and son-in-law and visit her relatives. She passed away in 1991 at the age of 87. Do you know anyone who was a picture bride? Send us an email to info at nikkeiplace.org. For a deep dive into Kinori's marriage, read the article by her daughter Masako Stilwell in the Nikkei Images Summer 2016 issue. You can also listen to the original season of Sounds Japanese Canadian to Me, Episode 3, which is all about picture brides. It's on the same podcast feed. And Miyoko Kudo's book, Picture Brides, originally written in Japanese, is now available in English for free download from the Nikkei National Museum website. Details are in the show notes. We will be back to share more stories of amazing Nikkei women next week. The Nikkei National Museum and Cultural Center respectfully acknowledges the building stands on the unceded traditional territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Kwikwetlem nations. This podcast is being recorded on the unceded indigenous land of Jojage, or Montreal, which is historically known as a gathering place for many First Nations, including the Huron-Wendat, Abenaki, Anishinaabe, and Ganyangahaga of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, who are recognized as the custodians of the lands and waters on which we gather today.